Happy New Year, everyone. Happy Merry holidays. Christmas. Merry Christmas and happy, happy New holiday. Year. Happy day. Oh, happy Happy holidays. Day. Oh, happy day. Happy day. We're first going to apologise because Cam's ill, Beth's got a chest infection, I've got a booster, get your jabs, kids. Get vaccinated. Woo. Woo. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Backpackers Book Club, where we talk about books and things. Jingle, jingle books, books, jingle books, jingle all the way. La, 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 yeah. la, 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 la. Uh, oh, well, welcome back, Beth. How was your Thanksgiving? Sorry. Thanks, guys. Hi. How was <laughs> your Thanksgiving? Sorry I missed it. Sorry. Uh, but we're back, baby. We're back, baby. Um, and potentially all seeing each other at the end of the month, but who knows anymore? Who knows anymore? But who? fingers crossed. We're, we're 2022, please don't be such of a poo. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I saw someone. <sighs> These bloody memes about 2020 and creeping in and stuff. And someone put your face when you realised that 2022 2020. is 2020. 2022. Two. Two. I ain't here for this shit again. Someone's saying that this is a, a five-year thing. What happens if it's just the turn of the decade? It's going to be an endemic. Is that the correct phrasing? I believe so. It's best making well, I... words. <laughs> no, endemic is a real word. An endemic... There we go. So an endemic is... Like a disease or condition regularly found among people. Oh. So like the flu. So it'll go from a pandemic to an endemic. So it'll just be like. Oh, like the end of the pandemic. Let's pray for an endemic, everyone. <laughs> Please don't hold your breath because you'll cough and we'll think you've got Omicron. <laughs> if you can hold your breath, then count to ten. And you won't have COVID. <laughs> We all read different books uh, in Disombra. I read Midnight in Everwood by M.A. Kuznia, I think is how you say her name. She is on Instagram at, at Cozy Reads. So if you've read this book, please get in contact with her because she is lovely. I kind of loved it. It's a retelling of The Nutcracker, the original story. And let me tell you, I had a good time. Okay, so I read... 99% Mine by Sally Thorne. Now, was it, me... what was it your best book of the year, Bethany? <laughs> Maybe not. I wouldn't go that far. In fact, I wouldn't go there at all. Um, it was it was an interesting read. I think, look, let me explain the reason why I picked it, okay? I'm not going to... I've, I've just ordered this from the library. Should I be, like, declining? Cancel it. Cancel it. Okay, because I, I ordered both of your books to try and read before this episode. Oh, uh, but oh that's exceptionally sweet. early. So, look, listen to how I describe it and then make up your mind. I just want to explain why I picked it because it has <laughs> nothing to do with Christmas. I don't really, I'm not really like a big Christmas person, as as my dear friends here know. Oh and, my gosh, um, sorry, I'm interrupting again. Oh, it is okay. I put a poll about <laughs> who likes Christmas baking on the Instagram. Your mum was the only person who said no. I was like, gay team, give it us. <laughs> Tis the season to not be jolly. <laughs> it makes sense. 
But it's funny, bless her, she's made it, she's FaceTimed me the other day and she's made a homemade wreath and she said, I'm doing it because you're coming home. Oh, I saw that. So it's really sweet. So basically, not want to read a book around Christmas. I'm going to be honest. I don't care. Um, But I decided to pick this book because of the trashy romance. Which Beth is loving at the moment. I chose a trashy romance for trashy Christmas movies. Like, nice. Like romantic ones. Hallmark, that's what I thought. And I don't want to get a lot of books whilst I'm here, obviously. So I picked from the ones I already have. So I read Stay With Me by Ayobami Adebayo. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. She is a Nigerian author who I believe was born in Lagos, moved to a place, I think you pronounce it Alessia, which this book is based in those two places. One did not realise that this is historical fiction. Oh, Cat's favourite. Just what I wanted after Memoirs of a Geisha. Have you Um, finished Memoirs? No comment. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I've, read, I've read a chapter since. It was good. I think I rated it lower because I thought it was going to be a bit more juicy. Yeah, so the blurb sounds... Ooh. Mm, it um, did. And it hits very different. Don't get me wrong, there are some juicy bits in it that I went, Hi, you saying what? But also after those moments, I was like, uh, Okay, that's cool. Um... You just said you did this, but... uh... So it's about a couple who fell in love instantly when they were at university and agreed that polygamy isn't for them. Um, Because leaving the African culture, Nigerian culture, husbands can have more than one wife. Yes. Um, So she struggles. I think after after four years uh, of being married, she's struggling to get pregnant. He has married a second wife without telling her in order to have a baby so she then goes and she's been trying all these cures and medicines and then she tramples up this mountain with a goat and has a goat suckle on her teat to have a baby so that the second wife goes away the second wife is introduced i think in the second chapter the second wife it's a lot smaller of a book than i thought it was gonna be yeah it's only i think 200 pages but it happens so quickly so i mean right are you guys okay with spoilers because you obviously you obviously haven't I will not be reading this. Okay, that's cool. Rating. There will be spoilers in this for people who maybe haven't read this because I'm going to explain it. So basically, the second wife, her stuff happens maybe within the first 100 pages. So she ends up dying and doesn't even have a baby. Fuck off, I really wasn't expecting that. Yeah, basically, long story short, she can't have a baby. Everyone says it's her fault, which is why he gets married again, but actually it's his fault. He, he uh... can't get an erection. Or anything. Oh, okay. So that's why she can't get pregnant. So he asked his brother to sleep with his wife so that he can have babies. She ends up having three kids. Oh, I don't know how to describe it because it's like there's juicy stuff in there, but it's dry. Was it like the juicy stuff kept you reading, or did the fact that you wanted to finish it keep you, as in like for the podcast, keep you reading? Maybe both. Yeah. I didn't really mm-hmm. have a moment. Like, I did enjoy it, which is why. So, I've given it three stars. Mm-hmm. So, it is a good okay. book. Also, one thing I had an issue with she jumps between time periods, which does say, okay, this place, 2008, and then we're going back to 1995 or whatever. Oh, dear Lord. But she tries, she writes from his and hers perspective, but doesn't say who it is. It's so, and it's all in first person pronoun. 
So you kind of have to suss it out by saying, oh yeah, when I slept with his brother, okay, you're talking from the wife. That just made it a little more like, instead of jumping straight into it, you had to solve out this other puzzle. It was an unnecessary confusion. Yeah. I don't know if this constitutes to kind of like the setup because the book's quite small it's classed as a novella i thought novellas were like 100 150 so it says a novella is a standalone piece of fiction that is shorter than a full-length novel but longer than a short story or novelette novelettes tend to have a greater focus on character development world building and plotting than short stories so it's 260 pages this book how many pages is in a novella also, is there characters? about a hundred to two hundred pages? Yeah, I think it's a little longer. It could be because it's such a quick read. It sounds even... like a little slice of life. But also, in a novella way, you'd want it to be like a bit more, like you'd want it to pick up rather than fall it flat. Yeah, it doesn't say yeah. that it's a novella. It just says a notable book. I think it's also because it's historical fiction. So you we know, all know how we feel about that. And I feel like I've learned a lot from about the culture, which was pretty cool. But it was also a bit like I kind of wanted some hair pulling and, you know. You wanted some smut? No, not in yeah. smut, as in like, no, that's my husband. No, that's my husband. Yeah. Oh, you want some <laughs> drama. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Misunderstanding. You... <laughs> you want... She said, so when you said, oh, I want some hair pulling, so Beth went, so you wanted some smut? No, no, no. To be honest, I thought it was going to be more kind of like detective, maybe like, Uh, you know, a bit of more of a build up so that that when the wife came in and then like plotting to get rid of her or something. I mean, the fact that the husband killed her. How did he kill her? Pushed her down the stairs when... uh, That's a pussy's way out. That is a pussy's way out. And if you could relate it to anything Christmassy, what would it be? Family dynamics. <laughs> the book is red. The book <laughs> is red. Like from reading it, would anything change your mind? Or people have affairs at Christmas? I don't know. <laughs> I read Midnight in Everwood, which actually Beth, who did you watch? Can you remember That's or not? A good question. I think I have a feeling it might have been a YouTuber called Books Nest. Maybe it was a, a frolic through fiction. But because I, I work um, in a theatre that is doing the Nutcracker at the moment. But yeah, read read this going to and from work, which was quite nice. Made me feel a, a, like really Christmassy. It's historical, which I was a bit like, um, oh dear. Oh but because it, it's setting Nottingham in 1906. Oh. But, yeah, but then you go into this world, which is called Everwood, through a wardrobe it's fucking narnia and what is one of my favorite movies of all time fucking narnia Narnia. (laughs) and it has got some of the best like powerful female representation in a fantasy book i have read in a really long time yay snapsies (laughs) the main girl is called i think it's mary oh god marietta and in the original nutcracker story her name is maria so that's sort of the the link there and drosselmeyer who is like the magician who gives her the nutcracker so drosselmeyer yeah basically tries to harass her and like force her hand in marriage pushes and she hides in a grandfather clock that he has made and then walks out the back of it and she's in this place called Everwood. Like some fantastic female representation where she basically 
is a ballerina. She and her her dad won't let her be a ballerina because it's set in 1906, so she has to be married and be a housewife. Basically, goes to this party and dances for a king, and the king's like, "Okay, now you're mine. You're not leaving. You're gonna dance for me all the time." Takes a prisoner, and in like the chambers with her is like a fairy or witch type person doesn't look like fairy but like low-key fairy and then there's the princess um who like has been kidnapped who is meant to marry the king um and they like basically band together as three badass motherfucking women and like take him down and the only bit that kind of hurt my soul a little bit so there was the captain of the king's guard who obviously she falls in love with obviously and the nutcracker part comes in because the king threatens his life by sending her a nutcracker that looks like him. But in the end, so like you have all of this great sexual tension between them. They don't kiss for ages. And they're like, it's all very like chemistry. And then you get to the end that they've, they've defeated the king and he's hurt, but didn't really get this. I think the snow saves him. It, I, I just rolled with it because, you know, mm. sure. This is why it wasn't five stars. The ending just threw me a little bit. And then, oh, Cam, do you want to listen to the ending or no? It's like, <laughs> sorry, it's like memoirs all over again. Cam, <laughs> come, come back. Wave at me. I can't hear you. Um, so basically, they then have sex in the snow. <laughs> right. <laughs> Out of nowhere, there's like, oh, I feel yeah, like I'm... I love you. I love you. And then they have sex in the snow. And then he's like, I will find you in this other what? world. I will find you in this other world. She never sees him again. So he's a liar. <laughs> no, like it's left to interpretation that one day he will find her. Oh, but, ew, bogus. But ew, who says bogus? <laughs> they don't end up together. Oh, okay. So I was also, a bit like, I was my, the romantic in me, because there is one, let me tell you, was really pissed off about that. And, and I was like, I originally was like, well, fuck you, three stars. Uh, give, okay. give, give my woman my man. But, yes. then I, but then I very quickly realised actually the female representation and sort of the fact that she goes back, like destroys Drosselmeyer, like he never took, like comes around again and mm. like has used this female empowerment to like tell her harasser to fuck off. I was like, sure. I'm just waving at Cap. <laughs> I felt like I was getting the inside scoop. That was quite fun. That <laughs> was brilliant watching it with no sound. Really, really, really enjoyed it. And I've seen a lot of people enjoy it, like having been enjoying it as well. And it's one that I will keep and probably read again next Christmas. Yay! So I think, think this it's... is the, the first big win for us. Yay! Finally! Yeah. Do you think it's um one that people should save to read at Christmas? Read in winter or just definitely definitely read in winter so like early january february like any snow or cold time but if you actually don't know the story of the nutcracker it makes much so much more sense and it i think you enjoy it more as a book if you do know because you're sort of like don't you love it when you read a book that's based off something else and you're like that's why that's happening or that's who that is i like that yes was the barbie nutcracker similar to the nutcracker Yes, always watch the Barbie Nutcracker. It's one of the best. That, why it has not won an Oscar baffles me. Yes, yeah, so gave it four stars. Would recommend to a friend. I can see everyone reading it at the moment. And I think she's one to watch for fantasy. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, really Yay. enjoyed it. Right, Bethany. 
Hello. Take, us, take me away. I'm just oh, getting up sorry. my rating. Hi, guys. I read 99% Mine by Sally Thorne. Cheeky little novel by uh, the same woman who wrote The Hating Game, as I'm sure we are all well aware of this book that is trending the nation. Yeah, where to start? Um, I'll give you a little, I'll give you a little blurb. Cammy, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm going to spoil it. It's up to you. You know what? I think you've convinced me that I'm not going to read it. So, and quite frankly, I think I'm okay not to read another Sally Thorne book for a hot minute anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go on. I'll I'll do my first spoiler review. Go on. (laughs) So, so we start off with Darcy Barrett, who is uh, a twin. Fun fact, she has a twin brother called Jamie. (laughs) So, got there. And they have, like, throughout the whole book, they're, like, they fall out at the beginning of the book because, basically, their grandma has passed away. And Darcy travels around a lot, but she's living in the house that they all grew up in, and they're going to renovate it. None other than Tom Valeska is going to renovate it, who is a boy that basically kind of, like, lived with them as when they were kids, on and off. Yeah, (laughs) at the beginning... at the beginning she talks about how she used to imagine tom valeska as a wolf that would come and protect her and keep her safe like she was in love with this boy as a kid right and then he professed his love to her and she was like freaked out and runs away and she's been running away ever since so she's a girl who likes to travel she's also she's got a heart problem so like she has a, I don't know, don't know what is wrong with her heart, but I know that she has something wrong with her heart where if she overexerts, like she needs to go to hospital, she's on medication, yada, yada, yada. So she's kind of developed this whole thing where like she's an independent woman. She doesn't need any man. Even if she's got a dodgy heart, she can yada, yada. She's a tough cookie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, her and her brother have fallen out and Tom, the the childhood sweetheart, is, like, trying to mediate it whilst renovating this house. She's fancied him for ages, yeah. He's been, he's engaged, or so we think. And she's, like, she, when reading the book, she, like, hears dirty thoughts. Like, she thinks dirty thoughts towards Tom. He's described as ripped, he's just lovely, blah, 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 blah. And he's a really nice person. And the moment he's like, I'm not engaged, she fucking, she tells him to rip his clothes off and to go into bed straight away. No communication. It's very uncomfortable to read. And he's like, I'm not doing that. And she's just stood there like, oh, (laughs) well, we'll pretend that didn't happen. Oh, the second-hand embarrassment. It's oh no, it was shocking. Throughout the whole book, I cannot describe I cannot describe how objectified this man is. And I feel so sorry for I've never been embarrassed for a way that a female character has been written. I am embarrassed that this is that this is how somebody could think a woman I, 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 like I just like it's objectifying to the point of like obscenity. It's uncomfortable. And that's borderline harassment to me sally thorne really tries to write about class and it just really missed the mark do you mean classes in like status rather as in like the class system okay Mm. yeah tom valeska comes from quote unquote 
a broken household. Darcy comes from a long family of a lot of money and they're very privileged and Tom doesn't. And he's trying to start up his own renovation business. So throughout the whole thing, he's like, look, Darcy, I'm really trying, but you keep distracting me. And they constantly tell him like, oh, like you're going to do everything perfect. Blah, blah, blah. And they put loads of pressure on him and he has a breakdown and he runs away. This sounds like the most toxic relationship. It's it's, I've never been more shocked reading a book. The way that this whole thing is written, it's just, stop, Darcy, stop making it all about you, mate. And then right at the end, he comes back and he apologises. For what? Not only does Darcy objectify you and sexualize you, but also continues to flirt with you whilst she thinks that you're engaged. And second of all, you literally tell her, you are distracting me from doing good at my job. This is the first renovation I've done. Like, I need you to calm down. And she doesn't. I just, I've never honestly read a woman written by a woman this poorly. This badly, yeah. I hated it. I wonder what the overall, rev like, reviews are on Goodreads. 3.41 stars. Oh, it's not great. Not great, but, but not like that. Honestly, I think what was trying to happen was she was trying to write a hard exterior independent woman who goes soft and falls in love with the right man. Like, I feel like that was the case, but it just really just did not go to plan. So someone on Goodreads um, got given a, given a free copy and I said, what in tarnation did I just read? Sally Thorne really, really flopped with this book. This book was so bad that I'm questioning if the hating game is even as good as I remember it. This book is a hot mess and I don't know where to begin. And in general, none of the characters behave like human adults. It was honestly, oh, I hated the relationship in this book. It made no sense. Darcy has been in love with Tom since they were kids and he felt the same. But then she says she wants to have sex with him, literally yelling, get in me at him. And he's like, no, I'm not good enough for you. I could never. Am I the only one out of us who've watched the movie? Yes, I believe so. Actually watching the movie made me question if I should have liked the book. I've I've gone back and I've changed my star rating of The Hating Game. Me too. I think with reflection, upon reflection. And then after reading this book, I'm just like, well, actually, you're not a good writer. No. I'm just, it's, there's no backbone don't get me wrong, the smut that she writes, I think is all, is quite good. In 99% Mind, she includes, like, consent. Yeah. I gave it a two star. I gave it two stars. So the, move, the movie, yeah, I know that is, for a romance book, my friends, that is extraordinarily low from Beth. Yeah, they usually fall Might as well have just given it a one. Yeah. I With know, that, I'm trying to... That's what a two is for everyone else. I'm trying to figure out why I didn't give it a one. And I think it's because I kind of enjoyed hating it. Yeah. And I read it in like two, three days. Like You still not, finished it. I still finished mm. it. Yeah. And like the, again, the sex scene drew me in. Yeah. But also I feel like that just can't constitute me giving it... <laughs> giving it a higher rating just because i enjoy reading about I mean, sex i mean personally <laughs> my one star would be if i didn't finish a book i don't i don't rate a book i haven't finished i do not mm, it's a, a dnf is the rating for me because i i recently i watched the hating game the movie and 
Oh God, yes. I think I'm the only one to have watched it. You know the bit where he paints his bedroom as the colour of her the eyes? The colour of her eyes. I, when, I, when I originally read that, I was like, bit creepy, but sure, if we're in a fantasy world, okay, quite cute. In, in, like, obviously I'm not saying no one do that in real life. That is horrendous. That is terrifying. Um, however. Without, no, without the person knowing, like, if it's something yeah. that you've spoken about, then go if for it. If you live together and you're like, I love your eyes. They're beautiful. I'd love to paint our house this color. Fucking go ahead, babe. That's cute. That's. Behind okay. closed doors. Behind closed doors when, when you think you hate each other. And he's like, look. Look at, like in the movie, they have no chemistry. Like I love Lucy Hale, but this ain't it for me, right? And she was wearing a green dress because she has green eyes. Because why they didn't hire someone with blue eyes, I don't fucking know. Is the room green? Yeah. It's all about blue. What are you on about? Contact lenses, people. And I was watching it and I was like, psycho killer. Yes. Better. Run, 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 run. Like, and then there, there was no build-up of chemistry in this movie. You know, even with Fifty Shades, like, throughout all three of the movies, like, at least at the end, I was like, hmm, yes. <laughs> you know? I just, I just think that, like, after these two experiences, and what I'm assuming Cam's going to talk about after this, like, I just, I, I don't care for Sally Thorne's writing. It's put me off. Like, even if she releases a new one, I just feel... I don't think I'm going to read it. And also, I don't even think other people's hype is going to sweep me up and make me want to read it on just cause. Other people, go for it. Get the bang for your book. You might think it's the best thing in the world, but it's just uncomfortable. I've come to realise that her writing is uncomfortable, insensitive and childish. That's one word to encapsulate it all. Immature. It, It really upsets me that when I was reading it, because obviously I I just because obviously I read it at fucking like two a.m. in the morning, mm. and I distinctly remember the diabetes comment and being like, "That's not okay." Mm. But then, because I was in enraptured in the rest of the like story, I was like, "Let's we'll sweep it." Yeah, I am. I have never been so angry at myself for sweeping something, not just because of you, Cam, but because you read that whole book and she objectifies this man she there was it was in the elevator is not consent yeah even if it is steamy and you want it to happen to you in the real world let's just put it out there consent is hot yes consent is hot it is attractive you ask me before kissing me oh my god fanny flutters yes kiss me kiss me but like <laughs> Do it as a surprise. I'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? I feel like if someone came... Also, it's been so long since I've kissed someone. If someone came at me as a surprise, I think I'd punch them in the face and I'd be like, oh, I'm really sorry, but what were you, what, what was that that you were doing? <laughs> sorry, excuse me. But just what, what you said is what I got from The Hating Game. So everything mm. that literally Beth just said about Sally Thorne's writing, I found... But I found that I was fighting it because everyone has said it's such an amazing book. Mm. and I was like oh yeah okay so maybe this is a good romance but when I was reading it and I was like there are things in this where I'm like I think it's supposed to be romantic and cute but there is a little bit of stalker creep going on and I'm getting my sketch vibes but yeah it did have it just her writing has this sense of immaturity and like simpleness to it like 
But I mean, the comments, they start on page five. Page five of the book is where I wanted to DNF of the oh, hating game. And I, I will read you I out wish the quote. You did. I will read you out. You know what? I'm also glad I didn't because then I found that bloody diabetes comment. Very quickly, Beth, I see you with your hand up. But teacher's going to read you out a quote first. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so on page four, talking about Joshua, she says, I wish I could say he's ugly. He should be a short, fat troll with a cleft palate and watery eyes, a limping hunchback, warts and zits, yellow cheese teeth and onion sweat. Everything about that was wrong. But why are we picking on people who See, can't help that's how funny. their body forms? Do you know what's funny, though? <clears throat> I've just skipped... I've just skipped to the page in mine. The cleft palate comment isn't in here. They've taken it out. They took it out. You're joking. No. So the quote that I've got is, I wish I could say he's ugly. He should be a short fat troll with watery eyes, a limping hunchback, warts and zits, yellow cheese, uh, teeth and onion sweat. (gasps) We found out the secret. First of all, people also can't help hunchbacks. So that needs, I mean, that needs people cutting, can't help so. acne. They can't help, they can't help your size. Um, also, that doesn't make you unattractive. No. Yeah. I am the beholder, baby. Exactly. Attractiveness is, is a personal Yeah, I was going to say, it's personality. She has attacked people like that. And then she also attacks diabetes, which is another thing that cannot be helped. Yeah. No. Both of those comments are just very uneducated. And her whole, in, the writing... Comes then comes across as very uneducated. I don't once think you start that you need needing... to... No, sorry, go on. Sorry, you go. I say once you pick up on a comment or quote like that, then you start reading everything differently and the whole thing starts to come yeah. like that. I think she's got, from the hating game, there's really good potential in this being like an outstanding romance book. And I know mm. I'm not the only person as well, because when I posted these... On my Instagram, I had a lot of people who were furious and had picked up on it when they were reading it. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, it, it hurts people. Like, I actually cried at the diabetes comment because mm. it's so inaccurate. Like, yeah. Or but also, as if who's... there wasn't enough stigma about diabetes and people didn't know enough information yeah. about it, you're going to give them the wrong information, also, really? Those, that didn't add to the story at all. No, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't no contribute. Point. You know, someone has a sweet tooth, don't we all? I've just eaten a Kit Kat and I'm a diabetic. But I mean, good on her. She's currently doing well in her career out of this. Oh, yeah. Just, I would like, if if Sally Thorne, if you ever listen to our podcast, (laughs) first of all, welcome. Um, But I would love it if you could just take this note and in future book, think before you publish. Maybe, And I would just add on that, um, don't shit on other people. And also, this is what I don't understand because it's so easy in romance books to hype the main characters up and describe them as being attractive without comparison or being nasty about other mm. other physical traits. Do you know yeah. what I mean? By the way, I feel like she has a habit of skirting around important topics. Darcy's an alcoholic. Oh, sorry, I think that I missed. Problem. Yes, but she's very self-destructive. She doesn't take her medication. She's clearly got not a lot of like it's a whole thing but it's described that she always reaches for a drink she'll slyly take a drink without people looking blah blah blah. never fully addresses it and kind of romanticize it in a way by making it part of her like badass personality trait like it's just 
I feel like she rushed to write the romance, didn't proofread it, and just published insensitive thing. Just as a side comment, also, just if anybody wants to reach out to me, uh, my Instagram is it's just Beth G. Um, please let me know if you've read a romance book where, oh my God, where there's a dad bod or a lumberjack, a big, oh, I just I want to read I'm fed up reading about six packs. I hate six packs. Uh, oh, yes, Beth, go on. Yes. See, this is the thing. 2022 is your year. <laughs> yes. Here's the thing that I've noticed. Um, the type that I think I have is different from the type of people I end up dating. So I... That's why it always goes wrong. Yes. I want a big man. <laughs> Just I know that I talk about men a lot, like focus on men. Or if anyone knows any sapphic books, that would be lovely. Sapphic. Um, sapphic, like woman loving woman books. Why um, sapphic? Like as in why, why, why is it that word? I've never heard that before. Uh Let's do some educating. Oh, let's do right? some education. We're not just Jeff pretty makes voices. Up word number two. <laughs> Episode two. Hello and welcome to Beth G's Education Corner. Today Beth we're going to be finding education. out what sapphic means. So sapphic comes from uh, the word Sappho. So Sappho is a person who wrote poetry and just wrote about queer yeah i don't know like but uh but when you google it it just says an adjective a formal or humorous relating to lesbians or lesbianism sapphic lovers just i don't know it just well yeah i hope everyone's learned something today if they haven't we're all taking the mickey but actually who's more educated birth yeah (laughs) who's teaching us new words birth two in a podcast maybe i'll do a word of the day Oh, we Today, our word of the day is sapphic. I understand that for most of this, we have talked about a book we haven't read, but, you know, as in, like, for the month. I was about to say, but we were talking about it because we have read it. <laughs> it feels like we are. I feel like, I feel like I've read both of the books by listening to your in-depth analyses of it. I don't know if we're at this point yet where we would normally introduce the yes, next we book. Are. Yes, we are. Can, oh, can we not say? Probably. Yeah, sorry, what book are we reading next month? <laughs> you can't know now. Do you okay. want to just explain what's going on? Tickle in mine and the viewers' heads. Yeah, so we're all, we've all got each other a book for Christmas. And I know what Beth has got, but Beth doesn't know. So we were we are going to read that book, but Beth doesn't know what that book is because it's a, a present. We've already so, chosen January's read. I am afraid. Sorry. Okay. Beth, so so basically, it. you will like it. <laughs> yeah, like it's a good it. one. Okay. And also, someone's re- someone asked for us to do this, so we hear oh, you. Who? Give a shout out. George's bucket list. We have listened and. We will provide. We will, yeah, thank you. I don't know what book it is, but I'm very excited. What a treat! What we'll Check do. Out oh, do you know what? Put it in the description. No. There we go. No, 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 no. Beth, leave the room. Yes. She's not going to hear it. That's a good room. idea. Yeah, leave the room. <laughs> I'm stepping away. I was going to say, I'll wave when we're done, otherwise she won't know. I'll wave when we're done. I'll, I'll wave. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> So, so go on, go, go on yeah. Siddy. What are we reading? So we are reading 
saying a court of thorn and roses by is it sarah j Maas? shut the fuck up yes. no, it's not. oh it is yeah uh which we both have had for a while to read and beth has been going on about reading because it's smutty and it includes in its fantasy it's all very beth so this is what Beth has got for Christmas from me. It's me. It's Cam. Um, so we will be reading that book um, and starting that series together because mm. what what a great way to start the year. We just can't... Is she shaking right now? Continue. She's not here. Jordan Louise. Uh, requested that we did it as one of our book of the month so, so thank you jordan yeah um, we're so excited and we can't wait to talk about it and if you see any of us reading it over on our instagram when we post some stories um talk to us about it yeah and if you don't know what those are go to um backpackers book club to check out our book club instagram i'm camelam Ruth. city is a good day to underscore read and Beth is It's Just Beth G. She also Don't has tell a YouTube we'll channel. <laughs> well, you can tell her now because she will have opened said Christmas present. Can I come back yet? <laughs> Yay! Anyway, so this is how I thought we could end it. So we've introduced what we're going to read. What is a book that you want to read in 2022? Like, it's your most anticipated read that you defo want to read. Why would you do that? Do you want me to start? Yeah, give us a second. I need to think about it. I've not had a look at any new releases. No, I've I've not looked at any new releases. Just one book that you know you definitely want to read. Okay, so I really want to read Neon Gods by Katie Robert. Um, It is is a Greek mythology retelling, I believe, about Persephone and Hades. And it's full of smut. Again. Love that for you. Um... And also, uh, I'm really interested in a book called Things Have Go- Have Gotten Worse Since We Last Spoke by Eric LaRocca. I believe it could potentially be a thriller. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Sadomasochism, obsession, death, a whirlpool of darkness churns at the heart of macabre ballet between two lonely young women in an internet chat in the early 2000s. I think there's some sapphic stuff in there. But yes, also, sorry, I've I've been giving you three. So whilst being in... I can give you three. Nice. Nice. Whilst being in the US, I had an epiphany. So me, well, not an epiphany, me and and my friend Molly, who I'm here in America with, we're talking about books we used to read as a kid. And I was trying to find this book, right? So it was all about a lodger who stayed with a grandma and granddaughter and she made clay dragons, but the clay dragons came to life. And it's a middle grade book. It is a kid book and it's called The Fire Within. Cam, are you ready? Have you got your list? Okay. I do have more than three, but. Uh, So I'd really love to read The Turn of the Key by Ruth Ware. I would also like to read The Dilemma by B.A. Paris. And then another one, is A Court of Thorn of Roses because that has been on my shelf for a year now. Yes. Yes. Um, all Cinderella yes. is dead. Oh, my entire bookshelf, you know. <laughs> my entire bloody bookshelf, yes. But I'll still keep buying more. I desperately want to read The Priory of the Orange Tree by, I think it's Samantha Shannon. Yeah, it is. Um, it's 
the massive book you may have been seeing. I really want to read You've Reached Sam. It's by Dustin Tao, I think it's pronounced. Uh, it's about, I think, I, I don't really know what it's about, but I know two people, like someone dies and to get through the grief, they phone up voice their voicemail. Ah. And I don't know why, but I just, I, I really want to read that. And then really, really, really want to read Serpent and Dove. I have a feeling 2022 is going to be a good reading year. Mm-hmm. Also, I think it might be a good year for BookTube. I'm going to do a little spoiler plug. So recently, my channel has hit 100 subscribers. Yay! Now that obviously I'm coming back to the UK, I'm literally coming home in three days. I'm so excited to see you guys. I'm so excited to come home. I wow. have okay. I have one last spontaneous question. Sorry, yes. I need to include this. You've got literally like five seconds to think about it. So Beth, you're doing Sid. Sid, you're doing me, and I'm doing Beth. But no, what is one book that you would recommend, say, for the other person? <gasps> have I got you? Must I've got you. read. You've I've got, got you. Me. I know. You I know. I'll go first. I swear to God, Karen, if you don't fucking read the Mortal Instruments series, I'm going to smother you with them and That's then beat so you to death. So one for you is one of us is lying yes because i know you grabbed that last year yes. and there are lots coming out now so um i want I my books back yes. <laughs> <laughs> i do have that yes i need to read it i think i just do you know what it is i just don't know if i get along with like mystery thrillery type if i'm stuff. honest i don't think you're going to enjoy it really <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I asked this question so I could ask for my books back. <laughs> okay, so mine is Get a Life, Chloe Brown. Oh my god, yes. I, yes. I do, or just 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 the the trilogy. Yeah, I'm I just gonna like, steal them from you. It's honestly so I genuinely think act your act your age, Eve Brown, is so good. It made me cry. <laughs> let me explain. No, let me explain. So the lead the lead guy is autistic. Oh no, now it looks bad, now I laughed. Why did yes, you do that? Yes, it does. <laughs> I set you up. Um, so he's autistic, but I started reading the book thinking that she was gonna be autistic because when I was reading it, I was like, well, this seems familiar. But then it doesn't get mentioned. But then at the end, she's like, oh no, like you've made me realize that I'm autistic too. And then I started crying because I was like, never have I related as an adult. Especially this year. Oh, yeah. oh that's so sweet. So, I do, actual A.G. Brown is probably my all-time favourite book that I've read this year. And I would oh, highly recommend it to God, everyone. we're here now as well. What's the favourite book you've read this year? Fucking hell. Yeah, sorry. Actual Age, Eve oh. Brown by Talia Hibbert for me. And I'm re- currently reading Anthropocene Reviewed by John Green. I'm listening to the audiobook and it's phenomenal. So that's my favourite non-fiction and that's my favourite fiction. I read you and me on vacation but it's also known as people you meet on vacation and oh my god it was one of the best books i think i have read this year um the other one is law by mm. alexandra bracken because my 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 what a time to be alive wow i enjoyed quite a lot of books i did really enjoy the split by sharon bolton and i'm very excited to read her next book, which actually, that's another book that I'm excited to read in 2022, The Pact by Sharon Bolton. But honestly, that book is amazing. Like That's my second thriller that I'd recommend. My first thriller I'd recommend you read is Behind Closed Doors, Sydney Van Homo. And um, (laughs) 
the second one is the split and i really enjoyed i don't think i gave it five i did really enjoy heartless by marissa you did love that book i did and with that we wish you a happy 2022 and with that let's go in to 2022 with a moderate bang because if it's too loud of a bang corona might come back and i just really don't need that in my life with a moderate bang Mm. let's all stay safe stay sensible and stay sexy, and you beautiful people. Stay sexy. There it is. Stay safe, stay sensible, stay sexy. And that's everything from Cam. <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy Bye. holidays. See ya. <laughs>